0: Would you like to know what really matters, your failures or the lessons you take from them? How to make failure your best friend? Why consistency is the hidden key to your success? Are you curious to discover more about this? If so, continue listening. Hi, guys, welcome to the third episode of the Voltura Game Show. The Voltura Game Show is designed to bring together the best minds of our times so that the audience, you, can have access and integrate their mindset, behavior, and lifestyle. As a result, you can access your inner perfection. My name is Alexandro, and I'm your host today. Today, our guest is Lee Chambers. Lee Chambers is a well-being consultant, workshop facilitator, and sleep specialist for more than 10 years. Lee has qualifications in performance nutrition, strength and conditioning, coaching, and advanced sleep consultancy. And he delivers multidisciplinary workshops focused on improving performance and productivity through increasing employee well-being. He also presents the health and well-being show on Rebelly FM radio and speaks in educational establishments about his varied career path, health challenges, and having a resilient mindset, which we love. He holds a master's degree in environmental psychology with a focus on human interaction with workplaces and natural environment. I want to introduce you to the Lee Chambers.
1: Thank you, Alex. It's a pleasure to be on today.
0: (laughs) Thank you, Lee. So I'm curious, what brings you today here? What, how what what are you most excited to discover about the game or the experience?
1: Well, for me personally, I have a real affinity towards games and towards personal development. And bringing the two in together, for me, it's uh, it's a really great venture. We kind of look how we've learned to develop ourselves physically and mentally
2: mm-hmm.
1: from an evolutionary perspective. We learn through playing and we learn through games. We learn how to hone our physical bodies by learning to play games and playing games as teams. We learn teamwork. We learn how to control our mental resilience through games that frustrate us. We learn how to communicate through games that require us to communicate in certain ways. And in so many ways, games bring people together, creating social connection and a community where people learn together. So. When I came across your idea, I was like, wow, I wish I'd have thought of that myself.
0: Mm-hmm. Definitely, definitely. And yeah, you're right. Like, games right now, I think, especially in this period, are like the most important aspects in our life. Like, we really get outside the, the curiosity and the, the fear that is, and we start playing games and we, we start to understand each other and to have fun. So, thank you for being here and thank you for allowing yourself to, to try something new. Yeah. Yeah,
1: gotta get outside
0: cool. our comfort zone. Yeah, <laughs> we're gonna have fun. So, let's start the game. Okay, so this is how we play the Voltura game, right? The first step that we're doing is to roll the dice. So I'm gonna click the dice and please tell me when to stop. Stop. Cool. so it's number one. Okay, and now read the card, please.
1: Name someone who contributed to your life unexpectedly. What did they do that you are grateful for?
0: Okay, and now the next step is we spin the wheel. Tell me when to
2: start. So it's in family.
1: Okay, so a big thing for me was my uncle, who Mm. contributed to my life by purchasing me and helping me with computers. Now, this was many, many years ago when computers were not mainstream. And by assisting me and purchasing me a computer and then helping me to learn how to use it, it's impacted my life in a great way because I've become a person who can digitally do things and feel comfortable, but also are willing to learn digitally because Mm -hmm. I had to learn so much digitally on more complex systems. And in so many ways, he did that out of his own passion for computers, but that has helped me set up my video game business. It's helped me make digital products. And it still helps me to this day in an increasingly technological age, adapt and evolve to new products quickly and Mm. quicker than I would have done if it wasn't for him and his desire to help me when I was younger.
0: So it's actually interesting, basically your entire business and your entire passion for what you're doing right now started with your uncle in right? a big way yes yeah that's that's really interesting to see how one person changed the entire paradigm in the entire life great okay the next step is questions so my question for you is lean um okay if you would in the future right when you will be a, an uncle what would be an advice that you would give to your nephew?
1: Uh, the advice that I would give is that life can be challenging, and many times you're going to fail at things.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: but failure is always a chance to learn, and in your failures, there's always data that you can take from it, lessons that you can take, and some things that you can take that you know probably you probably shouldn't do again. But to not look at your failures as reflective of you, so you're not a failure, just something you did failed. And also, those failures are like experiments, like at science at school, when you put too many chemicals in and it goes Mm. wrong. So to actually look back on your failures, not attach emotion to them, but just look at them as an experiment that went wrong, and Mm. that'll allow you to find the little bits of treasure in your failures and use them to create a brighter future.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's, what I hear is that it's about seeing the failure, you know, like um, I said in the, in the last episode, I think, or two episodes ago, like, see the failure as a way of more like feedback than like failure, oh, it's something wrong that I did, I have to like, you know, be upset or disappointed. It's like, see as a feedback and see that, like, every failure is a way in which you can learn more and upgrade your, your skills.
1: Certainly. It's a stepping stone on your journey.
0: Mm, okay. And what would be, if your nephew yeah, would, uh, would face failure yeah, and will come to you, what would you say to him?
1: I would say to him that in some ways, don't worry about it because life is like, it's like a heartbeat. It's up and down. So mm-hmm. you're going to have lots of failures on your journey. But it's not the failures that make you the man you will become. It's how you react to your failures and the lessons you take from them. And the fact that you can be proactive in failure to then become successful.
0: Mm. That, that's a valuable insight. Like, just like, it's, like don't, it's not like don't care. It's like, keep going. You're going to do it. Really, a really powerful mindset. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. So we completed your, um, your card, and now we proceed to the next player, which is me. Let's see what we have today, four. Okay, so it's the red card, and says, mime the craziest memory of your life. To make it crazier, it sounds effective <laughs> okay, Lee. So I'm gonna make it quick, and um, for people that, you know, now it will be like a, a, a long, time i will not speak because i'm gonna mind it (laughs) so so we're we're gonna have fun okay let's see uh
2: Oh. Yeah. Oh. So that that's it.
1: <laughs>
0: what did what did you get?
1: Wow. Well, um it looked like you initially had something that had caused you amounts of stress mm-hmm. and then something that caused you to celebrate and then a phone call. Which change your direction again. And then a second phone call which caused you to celebrate.
0: Yeah. Exactly. So the memory, yeah, you got you got the feelings, which is perfect. <laughs> That's what we, we we need to transmit here. Uh, the memory is like, um, I was, I don't know, let's say four or five months ago. I went to to Sainsbury's, right, to buy something. And my door it's the kind of door that uh, you need the key to, um, basically it locks automatically, right? Yeah. So what happened is that I went outside without the key and the door locked. <laughs> <laughs> and the first part when I, when I uh, mimed it was like, oh, I tried to open the door and it didn't open it, right? Yeah. Um, and after a while I, I tried to, you know, op- to jump the window, but the window would, wouldn't open because, yeah, right. It was like a small thing, but I couldn't get in. So I got so frustrated, which like picture perfectly. And what I did is that I went to, um, you know, luckily I have my wallet. So I went to to a restaurant because I I got hungry. And I went there and I tried to call my um, my flatmate, right, my partner. And she was like, she didn't reply first. And I was like, oh my god, what I'm gonna do now? I was like frustrated, right. And after a while, like that's why like TikTok, after I think after like five or six hours after standing in that restaurant actually the the owner was uh i probably was feeling sorry for me and said yeah have some water have some um desert right i was like when when your partner will come i, was, I don't know and after a while i called her again and, and she came back but that's that's one of the craziest memory because i'm like what i'm gonna do now <laughs> you know i got locked for 12 hours or something
1: wow so
0: yeah. And I learned, I learned never give up. Like that was a failure, right? That was totally a failure. But I was like, okay, I need to find a solution. Like right then and then, and yeah, luckily my jacket so, was with me.
1: <laughs> so that's um, that's a crazy experience indeed. So my question for you on that is, my question is, have you implemented the process since? To make sure that that doesn't happen to you again.
0: Yes. Now every time I'm I'm checking my my pocket to see if I have the the key or not. <laughs> so yeah, I I learned my lesson, and uh, sometimes I don't like this door, but it's good. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> and yeah, that's that that's the feedback. You see, like it's exactly as as I said before: failure and feedback. I got the feedback, like whatever the door, the universe told me, the God, hey don't forget your keys <laughs> so i got the feedback and I, I i got my keys super yeah thank you now let's go one more round so i'm gonna roll the dice lee tell me want to stop stop five okay
2: so please read the card
1: give a speech about your last success
0: okay and now I'm gonna spin the wheel, and we want to stop.
2: Stop. So it's in friendship. Friendship. Mm.
1: So my last success in friendship was actually speaking to a friend I've not spoke to for five years. Mm-hmm. So I reached out to her after she had messaged me about my birthday and we then had a conversation about catching up when she's back in the country which is really very important as it was we've been friends for a good amount of time but as quite often happens in life you end up falling away from people she had moved out of the country and we weren't speaking um, not on terms of bad terms, but on just the terms that we've gone in very different directions with our lives. And in so many ways, when you're very busy, and passionate about what you do, sometimes you can kind of forget about the people that have been on your journey. So mm. it's been something, it's been, it's been really good to just speak. And we've spoken on quite a simple level, but on the basis that it would be really good for us And we're both in the same country to to have a proper catch up and just see what we've been doing. She's now got a son and I've got two children who are now much bigger than when she last saw them. And it's just great to reconnect with people who've been on your journey, who have understood and seen you evolve over the years. But also Mm -hmm. just life sometimes can take you away from people. But it's always great to come back to people who are on a similar wavelength. And again, when you're on your deathbed, you don't want to be in that place where you kind of think, oh, I wish I'd spent more time with friends or I wish I'd stayed in contact with people. Because that's one of the biggest regrets of many dying people that didn't really prioritise the friendships. And they lost contact with people and never really got back in contact with them again. So that's been a, a big and conscious thing for me over these past few months.
0: Definitely, definitely. People are most important right now. And I think all, all of the time, but like I think, especially right now, it's really good to be in contact and just get out of your mind and, and be in another person's world. And yeah, like it, it's like when you said about, you know, when you're in a death bed and in the end, people are the one that matter is like popping my mind. Um, um Steve Jobs quote, you know, when he said like on his deathbed that in the end, People are the one that matters. So it's it's really interesting to see the same mindset, the same um, belief and and thoughts that you know Steve Jobs had to you. And like it's it's really interesting. The
1: like people uh, really do matter. Yeah, yeah. It,
0: it, it's interesting because you see it's it's true. This this is it. In the end, it's not about money or you know, the the car or whatever you had. It's about the people that you had around you. The sum of oh, five yeah, people. Yeah. Great. It's
1: about what they say when you pass away.
0: <laughs> yeah. Let's see. Questions. So my question for you, Lee, is what about... So I got that, that the, the success, your last success in friendship was that you reconnected with your friend. But what about that is a success?
1: So for me, she was a good friend in Mm. some of my challenging times. And in some ways, she was almost like a sister, someone I could go to for advice, as a sounding board for ideas. And that makes me realize that actually she is part of my journey. Mm-hmm. and she's part of the reason why I'm where I am today. So that actually feels like a success to be able to reconnect to that. And also, um, it's made me realise that I'm very grateful for the time that she invested in me and the advice that she gave me, and just the fact that you know we have a friendship that can be rekindled, even though we've not spoke for such a long period of time. And I feel that that in itself and the fact that we can still talk and connect on that level is a success.
0: Mm. When I'm hearing the the cure here would be like forgiveness and maybe acceptance. Like like you get rid of all of the you know what happened in the past and just oh you're like my sister. Let's keep talking. Like it's pretty shitty that we we didn't talk for a long time. So <laughs> yeah. yeah, good. And what would you If someone will come to you and say, well, I can't speak with this person. I I, I feel so bad. He or she did this to me. I can't forgive them all my life. I'm going to resent and regret that I I met this person. Uh, What what would you say to them?
1: Uh, I would very much say to them that it's very easy to take things personally. But sometimes you've got to step back Hmm. away from yourself and almost look as if you and that person were in a film and just try to understand how your actions might have caused them to act in a certain way and how they, their life, how they might have been feeling, things that might have been going on for them, had affected their decisions and their behaviour. Because in so many ways, quite often we find that when we fall out with people close to us, we have a vision of what's happened Mm -hmm. and that's our perception and quite often they have their perception and their perspective and they're completely different so you're actually falling out not over the same thing you're falling out over well they can't see it my way and the other person's thinking why don't they see it my way and it's just actually it becomes a point in your life where you start to accept that we all see the world differently Mm. and that doesn't change you can't change people yeah people can change themselves but you have to be able to communicate very clearly without judging without trying to put how you see it on them without using language that suggests that they are to blame and it's their fault And it's them who needs to change. And when we're actually able to communicate open and honestly, and it's quite a skill to do that because you don't really practice it in life. But if you can get into that place where you can sit down with them and speak about the incident, removing the emotion, removing the judgment, removing the blame, and just open and honestly talk about what happened, you'll quite often get to a place where you'll start to realize the the tension the negativity, it's not because you don't agree, it's because you're just seeing it differently.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's just like, like I I I wrote something, I wrote an article like I think five days ago, and I can totally relate with what you're saying. Like we think that you know when we look at the glass, and you look at the glass or the mug, we can see clearly that we are seeing two different things, right? You, are, you can see, I don't know, maybe the, the color or some shapes, but I can see, I don't know what is inside, right? So there are many, many, many ways and different of points of view. And yeah, what you said there is it's totally, um, totally true, like to not judge the world based on your point of view or the way you think or believe the, the world should be and to accept yes. that there is a, a mass and a multitude of beliefs and thoughts.
1: Yeah, 'cause it's it's really it quite often comes down to our own identity. But mm-hmm. what we've got to actually remember is, is our own identity is not what we think it is, it's not what our friend thinks it is, it's what we think our friend thinks we are.
2: Yeah. <laughs> really
1: good. And and, and that, that does cause challenges because your Im- your image and your own self-identity can actually be created it can be changed but it can be not congruent with who you actually are and sometimes that it's kind of understanding that we come into the world and we have no self-image and identity We're just a baby who can't do anything for ourselves and yet we gradually build that up over the years so much of it is based on what we perceive to be feedback from other people that we then build in and almost carry with us like a little backpack on our backs about who we think we are
2: yeah
0: yeah great thank you thank you okay <laughs> let's let's move forward we got into a really deep conversation <laughs> it's, which is perfect I, that's why i love this game and, and this um this show good so let's see four four again okay let's see so put your hair in a bun and act like a sumo wrestler <laughs> <I don't care. laughs> yeah i I would do
2: like they had something like oh
0: my god yeah that was something it was like i remember the or it was in rugby there was like this movement they were trying to intimidate the 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 other team, you know,
1: the, the hacker.
0: Yeah, 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 hacker. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <Cool>. <laughs> so, questions.
1: <laughs> so, what qualities do you see in a sumo wrestler that you also see in yourself?
0: Hmm, that's an interesting question. Um, well, I, to be sincere with you, I haven't picked in. It's the first time when I'm picking this card in in the Voltura game show, and it was like pretty interesting. Like, what should I do? <laughs> so, but I was like, I was relaxed. I was like, um, okay, let let's go with the flow. So that's what I see also in the wrestler, right? Like in the sumo wrestler, they they go with the flow. They're not trying to, you know. I is. It's just like I saw them going with the flow when they're fighting. It sounds more like, it looks more like it's a, it's a dance more than a fight. It's so flow and, and so, um, it seems like calculated everything. But at the same time, it's not. So that's, that's what I, look, I love about this.
1: Okay. So another question is, when you enter a sumo ring, despite mm-hmm. all your training and all your camaraderie, you, it's just you and another opponent. And what advice would you give for people when they step into a world where it's just them against something else?
0: Go with the flow. Just that's it, go with the flow and instead of react, adapt. Adapt to the to the circumstance and and see everything. Like um, you see I, I said in the last podcast that I used to have two businesses, and um, now is the third one, Voltura. And what happened is that, yeah, it didn't work. So I was very down, and I was like, oh, that's it. That's it for me, right? But I adapt. I adapt to the situation right now. Again, with this coronavirus, uh, the game was before a board game, was a physical product. We were doing events, and we were like promoting offline, right? So now with the coronavirus, we can't do it anymore offline. So we adapt again. We adapt to the circumstance and we, we shift it to online and create this uh, Voltura game show and the experience and the app. And that's, that's what I'm suggesting to anyone, adapt to the circumstance instead of like being a victim of that.
1: That's a good attitude to have.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> good, thank you. So everyone seems like, yeah, we played our cards, it's time to complete the game with the acknowledgement card. Okay, uh, Lee, so now, basically what will happen, um, everyone will acknowledge you for something that you have done in the round And audience can also acknowledge, there's no problem. <laughs> but now I'm gonna acknowledge you. So I acknowledge you, Lee, for your depth. I acknowledge you for the way you see things, um, like really in depth and, and to understand the meaning behind everything that is there. And accept people and forgive people, like exactly what happened with your, uh, with your friend that you said it's your sister, and you accepted, you forgive, and now you had access to a new experience, right? You, you, you now um, have her back, basically. So I acknowledge you for that. And last but not least, I acknowledge you for your, um, um, what's that thing? I don't know the word, but I would say like what the word is. So you have family as your first value, and I acknowledge you for having that, like putting and being committed for your family.
1: Super, Thank you,. Elizabeth. Thank you So right? Well, no, it's your turn.: <laughs> Yep, so I acknowledge you, Alex, for bringing something new to yeah. the world of personal development, something that brings people together. Helps them find their own hidden strengths. And everyone has the answers inside of them for this game. And what's really important is, in so many ways, for education, we always learn to try and find the answer. And we find the answers, do it on the exam, and get a piece of paper saying move on to the next area of your life. But what's really important in personal development is asking questions. And that's what your game does. And you're naturally quite young and to stumble across that at your age and actually be thinking about the bigger picture is really admirable. And I also acknowledge you today for having me on as a guest. It's always a pleasure to experience new things and understand the world in a slightly different way. And like I said at the beginning, I love playing games and it's a pleasure to play this game with you today.
0: Thank you. Thank you, and yes, it is important to see everything as a big picture. And yes, yeah, that's, uh, yeah, like, <laughs> I cannot say better than that, but like, yeah, you're right. We're looking all the time for information outside. Like I was, I know that I was looking all the time for the information outside, right? Like, oh, I need to do this course. I don't have this skill, I don't have this knowledge, I don't have this, um, you know, attribute or whatever was there but in the end it's just it's inside like listen to what is already there because that's the answer so yeah thank you for saying that and yeah (laughs) that's that highlights this episode (laughs) (laughs) good okay so now congratulations lee you have finished the game thank you for playing the voltura game and
1: i'm actually yeah Sure, It's a great game.
0: (laughs) Thank you. I'm actually curious, like, what did you like about the game? Or what did you discover?
1: Um, For me, it just asks you questions that make you go deeper. And then someone else's asking questions allows them to dig a little bit bit deeper on what you say. Mm -hmm. And it's a game that gets very deep from both sides. And then beautifully brings it together at the end where you're able to actually say, these are some of your hidden strengths, maybe. Or these are some of the things that, well, I didn't know that about you. And it can really build a relationship quite quickly.
0: Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. And I'm happy that you enjoy the experience and you discovered something for yourself. And you're right. Like, insights and, and wisdom. That's, that's what is important. Yeah. So thank you for, for saying that. Good. Now, I want to ask you something now, Lee. If there is one mindset, one successful mindset, one successful behavior, and one aspect of your lifestyle that made you who you are now that you would like to share with the audience, what would it be?
1: Okay, so the successful mindset that I would share with the audience is to treat failures like experiments. So that's such a big thing for me. I've had a lot of challenges in my life. I've had mental health issues. I've suffered from redundancy and I've lost the ability to walk. And for all those challenges, I've actually suffered but grown at the same time because I've not looked at them as failures that define me. I've mm-hmm. thought I can be proactive. I can take ownership over not what's happened, but how I react to it and actually treat it as something that I can then go on and make a difference so that mindset is vital because for so many of us bad things will happen challenging times will come the time at the moment is a challenging time for almost everyone across the whole planet and yet if you can be the one who's agile and dynamic who decides to be accountable to yourself and say i can't change the world but i can change how i am and how I react that is a mindset that will get you through all the difficult times and help you actually thrive and grow in the difficult times rather than just shrivel up and put your head in the sand and become less of a person you can keep becoming more through the challenges so for behaviors again that's quite often linked into that but a massive behavior is to be consistent. So if you decide you're going to do something, then it's really important that you understand why you're doing it. And also then look at how that kind of links into who you want to become. So I say that because in so many ways, we tend to work off how we feel. So if we don't feel like doing something, we'll talk ourselves out of it. And that stops us being consistent. But if you actually flip that and say, this is the type of person that I am, therefore, these are the actions that I must do. You'll find that you end up feeling happy about it because you've done it and it's you're living up to the identity that you want. And I use that to learn to walk again because some mornings I was in a lot of pain, some mornings I was stiff, some mornings it was hard. But I knew I had the identity, I was gonna be walking again. So I didn't think about how I felt. I I thought about who I wanted to be and put that first. Because as soon as your feelings control your actions, when you don't feel like it, you won't do it.
2: Mm.
1: So in terms of the last thing, which was... Lifestyle. Lifestyle. uh, I'd say the biggest thing definitely is to have a morning and evening routine. So that really changed my life when I decided that the first thing I was going to do in the morning wasn't get my phone and fall into other people's worlds, go into social media or email or news. Mm -hmm. When I woke up in the morning, the first thing I was going to do was go into my world. So I would wash my face, drink some water, and then I'd go and meditate or sit in silence. And that allowed me to then reflect on my world and not being other people's. And then I started to build other habits on top of that. Mm. So it started with meditating, and then I stacked habits on top of that. So I started exercising, then I started journaling, and I started visualization, and I started doing a bit of reading in the morning. And suddenly that morning left me feeling so positive but also really understanding, right, what have I got to do today? I've been in my own world. I've not been in other people's worlds. And that gives you so much positivity when you're moving forward because all the negative in- inputs and stimulus from the news and social media and all that, you don't have that at the start of your day. So you get so much momentum. You just take off like a rocket. And then on the other side, when you have a PM routine, which lets you disconnect and start to relax and get ready to sleep well, that empowers you even more because a good night's sleep is the fundamental driver of your health and your performance. So if you can get a good PM routine in where you're not being on technology right until up to go to bed, you're not working so late that you can't switch off. And you've got your bedroom that's, you know, designed for sleeping rather than other things. When you build all that together, because for so many people, you don't really have control over the middle of your day. That's what my company does we help people to make better workplaces but usually you're early morning and you're late evening you have control over if you can build strong routines then you will find that you can go so much further
0: yeah and it's really important what you said here like you, like all of the things that you, you said started with one thing like just deciding to not go on social media like most of us were doing this thing like oh now it's 9 a.m. or 10 a.m. or 8 a.m. Let me go on social media. Let's see who liked my picture. Let's see who shared <laughs> it. Let's see who, who, who tagged, like, or the news, right? But you decided something really powerful, just like allowing yourself, putting yourself in the first place on the first time of the day. And this created, like, a ripple effect. So that's, yeah. that's very powerful. And it's exactly, um, it's exactly it. The small things in life define who we are.
1: Certainly.
0: Thank you. Thank you. Lee. Before we finish, Lee, I want to um, basically tell you about the people, tell you, people, the people about. <laughs> tell you, I will, I'm inviting you to tell people where they can find more information about you.
1: So, you can find me on my website at thechambers.org, on Twitter at Essentialize, and on Instagram at Essentialize Coach.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. And Why should they contact you if they want to discover what or if they want to learn about what?
1: Yeah, so I regularly blog about self-improvement and workplace well-being. I offer coaching sessions, which combine a number of different disciplines, including finding purpose and direction, optimizing sleep and nutrition, and helping you remove those beliefs that are holding you back from reaching your potential
0: that's amazing so if you want something like that guys and an amazing mindset contact lee chambers definitely (laughs) thank you lee and thank you guys for listening to this podcast this is the third podcast of the voltura game show my name is Alexandro. i was here with lee chambers and if you like this episode please share it please give us a five star review and if you have any feedback feel free to reach us on social media or comments below and we are really appreciating your feedback this will allow us to make this episode much better if it's possible (laughs) and uh, and to create an amazing experience for you so please do that thank you lee anything else you want to say before we finish
1: i'd say to anyone who's thinking about playing the game just play it with some friends and find out all sorts of things that you didn't know before
0: yes definitely definitely voltura game thank you Thank you, Lee.